Once the shield is down, our cruisers will create a perimeter, while the fighters fly into the superstructure and attempt to knock out Faking Star Wars Radio. That's right, everybody. It's another episode of Faking Star Wars Radio, the official podcast of FakingStarWars.net. Today, it's our third episode where our co-hosts T-Bron Tour and IG69 and myself, Storm Duper, travel back in time and lose all our Star Wars memories to watch the third Star Wars film in the saga, The Return of the Jedi. What will happen to poor T-Bron Tour on this episode? We also have the return of the Real News Rundown with Darth Eckham from Channel Star Wars, some listener mail, and several surprises. Stay tuned. We'd also like to give a shout out to all our furry little companions in the Redwood Forest. In honor of you, we're printing this entire episode on 100% unrecycled paper. With me today are great co-hosts IG69 and T. Barantor. Hey IG, how you doing? IG? IG, where are you? He, he was just here. Teeb? Hey Teeb, have you seen IG? Where, where's Teeb? Hey, where, where are you guys? I... Hi-ho! 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 It's off the fake we go! Hi ho, hi ho, it's off the fake we go. Hi ho, hi ho, hi ho, hi ho. Boy, I sure do love it when we take the podcast on the road. There's something about being in the great outdoors that makes you want to sing and work extra hard to make great Star Wars content, right, Teeb? Yeah, sure. If I wasn't allergic to like 99% of the bugs and plants out here, I'd be hugging the trees like you guys. Nerds. Well, as much as I appreciate the road trip, remind me why we're here in the Redwood Forest again? The fake meter is on strike again. This time it's refusing to work unless we feed it leaks and rumors printed on paper made from giant ancient redwoods. So we're here to cut down some trees. <laughs> yes, but keep it down, will ya? I'm pretty sure that's poison oak up ahead, and we're currently underneath a wasp nest, so I'm strapping on my soundproof beekeeper's helmet. Just go ahead and gesture at me if you need me. Otherwise, just you, you lead the way. Okay. Uh, according to this map, we're very close to the biggest tree in the forest. You've got an actual printed map to this place? Lol. Are you from the 1800s or something? Idiot, our phones don't get a signal this deep in the forest. Kind of feels like we should be singing some deep forest or Enya. Focus, IG, focus. Dude, are you bleeding? No. Why? There's a trail of blood on the ground over there. What the hell? It's Swedish fish. I do love me some Swedish fish. I'll be right back, Duper. Uh, I'll only collect a handful, I promise. No, don't. It could be a trap. Oh, too late. Run! Run! What is it? It's the Swedish climate girl and the pack of climate striker kids. Crap. They must have heard you say we were cutting down trees. Our legs are longer. We can outrun them. Come on, on, children. Ah, 
Swedish children, run for your life! Oh, IG, Teeb went down. Stupid beekeeper's helmet. We're gonna have to carry him. Let's go. Oh man, he's heavy. Oh, they're they're gaining on us. Let's hide inside that tree over there. I would, but you know what they say. Tree's a crowd. Okay, you are going in first for that. Uh, sure, I've got enough Swedish fish to last us the night. And I'm tossing Teeb in. Catch him. Oops. Look out, I'm coming in. Are trees supposed to do this? Do what? Wait, you're floating. So are you. What the heck is happening? No! Redwood National Park, autumn. What would otherwise be a regular afternoon has taken a turn for the irregular. Because among the giant redwoods and sequoias are two groups of passionate individuals with diametrically opposed goals. In one corner, a climate change activist Greta Thunberg and an army of middle schoolers out to save the environment. In another corner, a trio of fake news journalists hell-bent on cutting down trees to fuel their obsession. An obsession that currently finds Storm Duper, IG-69, and T. Brontor inside the oldest living tree on the planet. A surprise to be sure, but a welcome one. For you see, within the 3,000-year-old testament to Mother Nature is a place where time and space have a mind of their own. Where a visit to the future or the past is possible, but only in exchange for your Star Wars memories. A bizarre occurrence, but as natural as the sun, the moon, and the stars in a peculiar corner of the universe we call the Twilight Zone. Oh, oh my head. Oh, Juwama. Oh, IG. oh, man. This is starting to get really old. Uh, I'm lucky I used Teeb as like a soft landing pad. Yeah. Wow, he's really out. Let's uh, let's get out of this tree, IG, and see what we can do here. I hope we didn't right. travel too far back in time this time. How are we ever going to carry Teeb around? And that bee suit smells. Ew. Yeah, I don't think he's ever had that thing washed. Oh, man. If only there was somebody who could help us. Like, here, let's get out of this tree. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's my secret grotto. What are you guys doing in there? Oh, God, it's Herbert again. Oh, man. Hey, Herbert. What are you doing? Hey, uh, you guys didn't take any of my nuts or my newspaper clippings that I've been saving in there, did you? No, Herbert, we didn't touch your nuts. We would never steal anything from you. Now, we actually came here to give you some help, Herbert. What? What could you, what could you youngins possibly provide for a man of my stature? We have a, an arrangement that we could make for you. Um... We will provide you with uh, $5 and a hot lunch if you would help us cart around our bag of bones friends here who who didn't get enough sleep last night and we can't wake up. Oh, you didn't, uh, you didn't give him any of the LDS, did you? No, Herbert, no, he's, he's just sleeping. 
Okay, because the last time I made a deal like this it involved newspaper, I, w I couldn't uh, fall asleep for three days, and the stars started to taste like strawberries and turkey gravy. No, no, Herbert, we don't roll like that. You got to go further up into the hills to get people like that. Mmm, gravy. So here, Herbert, just hoist them on your shoulders and follow us. Just trust us. Nothing's going to go wrong. Okay, but I'm telling you, my old back, oh, this guy's heavy. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Herbert, come on. Hurry up, man. We don't have whoa, a day. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stormtrooper, Stormtrooper, check this out. I, I was just looking at uh, the old man's latest newspaper. Yeah? Guess what's happening today. What? What is today, anyway? What day is it? It's not important what day it is, Duper. The important thing is, it says today is the premiere of Return of the Jedi. Oh, wow. You mean that sequel that we've never seen before? It's opening today? Exactly. Fantastic. Oh, my God. The third and final installment of the Star Wars trilogy. Wow, and we're right here. The last movie to ever be made. Oh, my goodness. The final chapter in the Star Wars trilogy. Come on, Herbert. Let's get over there. I know you may not know about Star Wars, but we got to have you with us. Okay, but you you better give me one hell of a fried chicken platter when we're done with all this. You can trust us, Herbert. We might even put some barbecue sauce on it for you. We might even make some barbecue sauce from you. Shh, I mean, IG. <clears throat> IG. Yes. Let's go. Let's go to the theater. Impeach shave. The time has come for the galaxy to unite and impeach shave Palpatine. We here at the Impeach Shave Movement call on all of you to stand with us and urge your regional governor or local official to support this great initiative. Shave is guilty of a variety of war crimes, including, but certainly not limited to, grand treason, genocide of a religious order, and poor dental hygiene. His decadence and extravagant spending on personal chromium-plated yachts, robes, and Death Stars has brought the galaxy to the brink of financial ruin. It's time to stand up and make your voices heard. Yes, let's impeach Sheev. What's that you say? We live in an autocratic dictatorship with no political recourse? Nonsense! With your help and by signing our online petition, we can bring about the change our galaxy so desperately needs. Hey, uh... Hey, Stormtrooper, so what did you think of the movie? Hey, it seems like your your mask is leaking. Oh, IG, my mask is leaking. I, I, I just can't stop crying because it's... I think, I mean, it's, it's the last Star Wars movie we'll ever have. And it was really good. But there's never going to be another Star Wars movie. What are we going to do now, IG? We could go just discuss the movie in like a cafe somewhere. Okay, I. We owe Herbert some chicken. Hey, you guys, you you promised me something to eat. Now, now whip yourself up into shape and let's hold to your promise. All right, Herbert, just don't talk or say anything, and we'll all be good. Ig, I, I thought that was the epic finale of the Star Wars saga that that you know we were all waiting for. 
it really delivered. Yeah, I think I think that was a really, really good uh, way to just wrap everything up in a nice bow, um, bring the adventure to close. Like, um, um, they, they've left it open that they could do more with it if they want to, but this is a completely self-contained story that uh, I think will stand the test of time. I, I don't see it happening. I mean, they have the end of the movie just seems so final, right? The The villains are dead and the good guys won, and... I just love yeah. love that ending and I just this movie was exactly what I was hoping for. It had all the beats. It had great characters, it had some surprises. You know, I mean, who knew that Luke and Leia were brother and sister? I mean, we did I mean, not see that yeah, coming. Yeah, like wow. Is it wrong that I find their earlier kisses to even be more erotic now? Oh jeez. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I guess I mean they didn't really kiss that much, right? It was only maybe uh, a once couple or times. Twice. Yeah. yeah, the Empire kiss was pretty uh pretty deep. That's true, I guess. I mean, it was pretty edgy to do that, but it made sense. I mean, Luke, Leia, brother, sister, and I didn't mind that. I think Star Wars is now the first series to condone incest. It's it's uh, <laughs> it's good. It's good. I I like their progressive stance. The times are changing. It it was a little creepy. That's all. I'm just like I don't want to think about it. So the return to Tatooine, right? Yes, uh, yes, little, that know, was great. It it ends where it, oh, it begins to end where it began. <laughs> it's sort of like a cycle, or like you know, like it's almost like a ring that just kind of revolves around. And it kind of the movie where it sort of ends where it started in a way. It's like it rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. I really enjoyed that whole first uh like reel of the film in Jabba's palace. I think oh that my God, might yeah. be like maybe my whole my favorite sequence in mm-hmm. any of the the three Star Wars movies. Yeah. Just it was a beautiful like you know it was grimy it was gross it was a little bit funny it had a nice kind of western vibe to it it really reminded me of like you know the most Eisley spaceport mm-hmm. um i just thought they knocked it out of the park and there were like so many cool creatures right mm-hmm. oh yeah that um the scene uh um all of the Jabba's palace scenes when they're trying to rescue han and uh when they get captured oh my god the rancor fight wow, wow. Yeah. yes so, that beast so was scary. When, so when Luke jumps down, and like, mm-hmm. how did they do that in a PG movie? Well, he like fell down, yeah. Eating creatures, right? Yeah, it's, you know. That was pretty graphic. Stop motion, and PG. they're only eating alien creatures, so I guess, but. Hmm. Yeah, but hmm. it was, it was like, that was so well done. Like, like you can really feel, like, the tenseness here. And uh, Luke has clearly become much, much better in the Force. Like you can yeah. see, his skills start to really show through. He's he's done some training in the off season. He has come to kick some a man. Oh yes, I've been waiting for that for the whole trilogy. That like he could come in and just handle himself, and he absolutely plays Jabba perfectly. Like just wrecks the whole place. That was kind of elaborate, right? I mean, like, here, let me give you some Wookiee for free. Let me give you some droids for free. And then, like, we're just kind of, like, Trojan horsing this entire palace until we, like, can make this kind of elaborate escape attempt when you try to throw us into the Sarlacc. Did that seem, like, maybe a little bit too incredible for you? Yeah, I think it was—they probably could have just shot up the place, but— 
I mean, uh, they are rebels, right? I mean, yeah. they, they could have like gotten a bunch of like ships and like troops and like just attacked Jabba's palace. Am I wrong or am I wrong? No, I mean, yeah, they I could wrong? have done it a lot uh, more simply, but they did. Uh, it it was it was interesting, if not the an overly complicated and unnecessary section. But okay, they did it so well. I'm willing to forgive that little sin. Well, what did you think of um, Carrie Fisher? You know, she still looks great. I mean, she's She's a beautiful young woman. Um, I mean, I know there's been speculation I've heard in like the media, Hollywood, like paparazzi, that she's like had some sort of run-ins with the you know drugs and that. But I thought she looked great. She you know very toned and thin, and her skin was shiny. And man, the the bikini really suited her. I thought that metal bikini that's going to be a fashion. I, I statement. absolutely think that um, uh, Leia bikinis will become a new thing. Absolutely. I mean, in like 36 years from now, like I can just see like people across the world extolling the value of like these this golden bikini like from this movie like i think it's going to become something that women uh, aspire to wear and and everybody like you know just honors as a time up yeah not just women storm duper i'm ordering one for myself just picture oh, it wow. picture that it sounds hot picture it in your mind right now <laughs> so so yeah carrie fisher kicking ass oh, like killing yes. job of the hut also good for her character you know it showed that she sort of developed a little bit beyond like you know a couple years ago when she was just this like whiny kind of mamby pamby princess she could use a blaster but she still was a little bit academic now man she gets that chain and she like chokes that slug Ab- absolutely she wow. she absolutely wrapped that chain around that slug and just pulled um <clears throat> anyway but um i'm yeah definitely not going to picture that um oh wait wait oh. <laughs> anyway the um uh yeah, yeah she uh, luke's not the only one who developed some uh skills in the off season there uh leia's become like a really That's badass true. warrior yeah um i think it means for me that like i don't think i mean there's obviously like let's be honest there's there's no chance of there no, ever well, being another star Wars yeah movie. i i've heard I, I but you know one can speak Speculate. I mean, this is all a completely hypothetical yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. But, you know, if they were to make, like, in maybe two years, mm-hmm. episode seven, you know, I think the only way they could possibly go with it would be somehow, like, they'd have to follow Leia's character on her journey of being a Jedi. Mm. Like, any other attempt to, like, add to this trilogy um i just think would be futile it'd be an exercise in lunacy um i really think that following leia you know in in terms of her training as a jedi is what we would need to develop because that's sort of the only thing that is left on undefined in this well that's uh that's okay we're we're not finished talking about the whole movie but okay if we skip to the end of the movie where we find out that luke and leia are brother and sister and that she is strong in the force as well um yeah that's the thing like like the next movie should be Luke training Leia and then Leia going off and having her own Jedi uh, journey. Yes. That's, I yeah, mean, that would it'd be the best story that they could possibly do. Yeah. It will never happen. There will never be no. another Star Wars movie. And, and I'm glad because it, it, it's perfect as it is. I mean, this was just the perfect end to the third part of uh, the three part act. I'm not going to go perfect, but it was, it was very solid. And I think all three movies, um, blend well together in a way that many sequels uh, let down their original. I think they built upon the original so that 
you have um, like a great progression of characters. Each movie has something unique to say. Though second Death Star. Now, what were you mean when it said when you said not perfect? Like, what do you mean when okay. you say it's not perfect? Okay, what are you okay. Well, there's to a, there's there? a cu- there's a couple things. I mean, uh, most of them are really small. Like, um, okay, if uh, like, right. Um, Luke is strong in the Force. And Vincent's okay. Hey, hang on, Ig. Before you get to that, hey, let's see if we can wake up Teeb here. I'm worried about him. He's he's been out cold uh, ever since we got out of the theater. It was strange. Like he was wide wide eyed and bushy tailed during the movie, but then as soon as the credits rolled, he just like completely went back totally unconscious. I saw Herbert giving him a shot of some of that LDS or whatever he was talking about. Hey, Teeb, wake up. Teeb, huh? Teeb. Teeb. Yeah. Come no. On. You know. You know what? He. Yeah. he Man, he looks like he's out. He seems cold. to be. Uh, he seems out. Yeah, like he's he, he's not there. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at that. Look here. Look yeah. look at his eyes. Like, yeah. Ig, I I would call a doctor, but I don't have a health insurance card here in 1983, and I don't have any money. So no, I mean really I could harvest his organs, but uh, I don't think that's going to help right now. So anyway, getting back to mm. the important conversation about mm. Return of the Jedi. So what like, were you it's saying? not it's not perfect. But it is, it is, it is great. Um, a few, there's a few minor things like, uh, like, uh, not nitpicks, but like little things like, uh, obviously, like, um, when they thought of this idea of making Luke and Leia brother and sister and strong with the force, uh, they didn't, they obviously didn't think about, uh, going back to the very first episode where, um, like, Luke, Vader can sense Luke's force presence from a ship, like from a fighter far away. He knows Luke Strong in the Force. He literally was like right next oh, to Leia right. and couldn't sense anything out of her. And that's that's weird, but huh. it, that's a like, little thing. You mean thing. like it's at the beginning thing. of uh, Star Wars? You, you can you can you can overlook something that small. I suppose. But th- there's an elephant in the room, or a very tiny, tiny furry elephant. Ah, are you talking about those little mini like uh, Care Bear e- creatures in? Yeah, uh, the that's end the thing. The like um. I mean, they okay. I I get that Star Wars has become a uh, giant vehicle for toys and other products, and they made these incredibly cute and um, cool little creatures. And I think like the idea of including them isn't bad in and of itself. But I have to suspend okay. a lot of disbelief that tiny bears with barely any real physical strength and barely sharp spears made of stone can take down stormtroopers like it looks like they went in and just cleaned them out like like they're badass mini rambos yeah but how that makes no sense it's it's like i don't really know you know i mean like yeah i mean it is weird like because they're just like throwing rocks and shooting like little arrows and i would think that armor would definitely be even the plastic actor's that. armor was strong enough to repel that it like it was so clearly just within the context of of the movie and even in the visuals it doesn't look like they're capable of damaging the props net let alone actual now, uh stormtroopers now did you find them to be kind of um evocative of any particular like race or tribe like they they kind of seem to me like it's almost like papua new guinean kind of like uh, yeah, tribe just, living in the trees yeah, like, kind of kind of or something like i just you thought think it kind was of racist uh, a little generic bit? indigenous people 
if that like honestly that's that's sort of where oh, i was yeah. going maybe like amazonians or something like well yeah sure amazonians or what like, whatever or pygmies from indonesia like the indonesian pygmy people yeah, they might be furious about this well, if they ever get to see the movie like it's it's 12 it's, years it's, it's <laughs> not it's not so much <laughs> that knows? let's say like um um, someone with a stone club or something couldn't kill a person, uh, e even wearing something uh, as heavy as plate armor from the me medieval period. However, these guys are really tiny, and the stormtrooper armor should be stronger than, you know, um, medieval plate armor, cause, and most likely less heavy yeah. as well. So. But but e even so, it didn't it didn't. For lack of a better term, uh, can we just call them snuggle buggies? Snuggle buggies, like, yeah. Because we don't really know what they're called. The like, snuggle bugs. The snuggle buggies. The snuggle buggies. Okay, yeah. The, the snuggle buggies. I can't wait. I I like their addition up until the point where they attack the empire because it looks like they're completely ineffectual. Like like they should be, but yeah. they're not. For some reason, they're super effective against. Um, you know, a modern, not not just a modern, but a futuristic army. It got really, like, organized, yeah. you know? They kind of turned, uh, you know, all together, and, yeah, I didn't mind that, because it's sort of nice, you know? It's very revolutionary, you know? The the little guy is winning against the big guy. Well, no, it's, it's thematic. To be fair, like, to be fair, like, I mean, if they were also big guys, yeah. you know, then that metaphor wouldn't work, so I can see why they made them little. Well, it's so. thematically, sati it's thematically satisfying. It's just not, like, it doesn't make any sense with, um, like, in the movie itself or in the universe right. of the movie. Um, I, I, I would love to see their own, like, little standalone movie. That would be cool. Oh, that'll never no, happen, man. No. You mean, like, a made-for-TV thing yeah, or some crap yeah. like that? Yeah, you know, just a, just Dude, a little no Ewok one's adventure. Watch that. I think that'd be great. That'd be great. But. Oh, nah. That sounds boring as heck to me. Like, yeah. I mean, what, yeah, what would be probably the plot suck. of that? But, okay, I just, okay, so that's like, it's like looking at a, a beautiful art uh, uh, canvas, and there's a smudge of ketchup on the corner of it. It doesn't ruin the picture, but it's yeah. a blemish on the overall work of art. That's my feeling. A smudge of barbecue sauce? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, but you lick that off, so it's fine. I guess I get that they were thrown in there for the kids. Yeah, yeah they were. Know? I mean, it's quite, it, but it was the most blatant part of the movie like it's obviously whoever came up with that idea i'm not sure who what who it was but i would say that they that it was blatant marketing and usually i like my marketing to be a bit more subtle I, other than the droids there wasn't any obviously uh cutesy toys that were being placed in the other two movies well that's true i mean like the ton ton guy like the little kangaroo yeah. Uh, but he's a, he, he's guy. basically he, he a horse, sorta. you know. Like he's not a. Yeah. And the Jawas were really cute, but that was. But they're just de desert scavengers. They show up just to scavenge a, dro a droid or two, and then they're dead, and it doesn't matter. These guys were a major plot point. <laughs> but did you notice, by the way? How about this for continuity? There were Jawas in Jabba's. Of palace. course, there were. Jawas are everywhere, man. Yeah, I thought that was like good, nice yeah. little touch. You know, yeah. like we're back to Tatooine here. Are the yeah, Jabba's. well, I mean, they they're um, native to they Tatooine. Tatooine, I guess. So um, great. Uh, I, I like to see them. I, cool. I, that whole Jabba scene in general. Like, um, did you notice when uh, they uh, Luke comes in and they're having their little soiree? Like, they're, they're having this little, like, I don't know, lunch party or whatever, and you got Jabba and all his courtiers uh, hanging around. It was very medieval, and they had this beautiful alien uh, Arabian Nights-esque music in the back that just set the 
tone so well. It was very yeah. subtle, that yeah. music. You know, it was very tastefully yeah. done. It fit the location. It fit mm-hmm. the tone of the scene. That little elephant guy was a bit goofy, but, like, he had this cool circular mm-hmm. instrument. Um, then there was, like, that kind of, what was that? It was, like, the skinny-legged kind of puppet lady. Whatever, uh, she was just in the know, background, the, the though, lips. so it was cool. Like, it, it was like a lounge, like a... a, right. a, a a, a desert lounge, a lounge um, band, and it seemed really good. I, I liked how the sound design in the movie was excellent. It basically, it never took your attention away from what was going on on screen, but it added the atmosphere no. that gave you those uh, good feels. It was almost kind of almost like Java was having like almost like a burlesque. Yeah, show. a little bit. Well, oh my you god, know? the dancer that falls into the rancor pit. I was so sad. I was like, no, oh. no, no. It's like she oh, didn't yeah. do anything, man. That was really, really yeah. well done, and I mean, I'm glad that that's the way the scene turned out. If they had changed it in any way, shape, or form, like they could have done something oh. stupid, like I don't know, like a full-on musical number oh. or something. Well, see, this like, is why I admire the restraint. That would have been that would have ruined the yeah. whole scene. I, I, I got to give George Lucas some credit there for um, restraining that, because I think in the hands of a lesser director, yes. uh, they would have put in some like yeah, loud, over-the-top number that distracted you from everything that was going on. Well, now, George Lucas may have had a lot to do with that, but actually, you know, this movie was directed by Richard Marquand. I don't know if you noticed in the credits oh. that Lucas was just the executive producer. He didn't Oh, I'm sure, it. but I'm sure he, he you know, he, had, he was involved in all, all of the decision-making, so yeah. Oh, he must have been. Yeah. Absolutely. Great decision by Lucas to, to exercise, you know, um, uh, discretion, mm-hmm. shall mm-hmm. we say. And, and less is more, you know. And I think that's the lesson from that scene. He had, you know, he had an opportunity to do something bombastic and loud and crazy. But nope. he didn't. And I'm forever thankful that, for that. That's, yeah. Um, Simplicity. That's what I like about so, Lucas. You know, on the other side of the coin, though, IG, I mean, I was fairly positive about this movie. But I did have maybe two points where I really had an axe to grind. Um, hey, hey, IG, you know, I uh, I am getting starting to get very concerned about Teeb. Um, I wonder if we should try to, like, call 911 or something. Uh, man, they don't have 911 in 1983. What am I thinking? Do you think we should sit on um, him? Well, like, I that have, work? I, I have an idea. Him. It involves a bathtub, okay. a lot of ice, and us making a lot of money. <laughs> hmm. Well, he's still not waking up. I guess uh, there's not really much else we can do for him at this point except just wait it out. Yeah, well... Unless you want to try to nourish him back to health with a bottle of uh, barbecue sauce. Do you have any on you? I always have barbecue sauce on me. Shove it in his gullet and see if it's All takes. right, let's just try this there. Get some more in there, IG. You're, you haven't filled up the mouth yeah, entirely. He... Like, make it impossible for any air to get in yeah, or Yeah, he's, um... Yeah, it seems to be like just running down the side of his face now. So I think we'll let's just let's just Ooh. let's hold on. He'll he'll come to eventually. We don't want to waste good quality barbecue sauce, especially not when it might be the last bottle we see for. Uh, d- don't worry, I can always make more. Okay, what do you think? You have anything else you want to? Yeah, discuss? like uh, okay, I again, minor point because it was so awesome, it didn't matter. Uh... Death Star 2, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. a little disappointed with that. It was so awesome. But, okay, I I wish they'd done maybe, like, a different weapon. Something that didn't look exactly like the first one and do exactly what the yeah. first one did. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it, it works. But, I mean, if they ever do another Star Wars movie, I hope they do not include another Death Star. That would just, it would, it would ruin it. 
Like, why? IG, you're talking nonsense. There can never be another Star Wars uh, movie that would be I, supremely I, th I think supremely Hollywood retarded. loves money and everyone loves Star Wars. I think within the next five years, we will see something like a, a, maybe a spin-off Leia movie. So, yeah, I mean, so what would you have done instead of this Death Star? Like, what could you have done that would have been just as sinister, just as, like, obviously a tool of the emperor that would have been awesome well too. what about like a new super sleek uh fast impenetrable um uh battleship like j just just more of a more of a Ooh. ship like it's got a super powerful laser on it but it's not okay a moon because those were expensive and it got blown up with one torpedo right. Yeah, it seems like a lot of money to sink into like some giant superstructure that any little ship can just go in and blow up. You think they yeah, would have learned the lesson? Yeah, and you know, the first since time. this is World War II based, uh, by the end of the war, battleships were no like you know like those like the big honking gunships were no longer the thing. It was more aircraft carriers and um, things like that. Like so, maybe there is, maybe they went away from like that giant one laser approach to having um a more threatening ship that could uh travel uniquely or uh was super mobile or had improved shields because the shields seem pretty weak in 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 star wars like maybe it had like a impenetrable shield and could just like bulldoze through an entire fleet by it so i don't know like there, there there's there's ways um uh you, you you could even have something like um, maybe some sort of army of uh, robots or something. I don't know. There, there could be lots of things you could do. You know, being a droid myself, I'm just saying. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't particularly care for that part either. Um, did you like the costumes there on Endor that the uh, the rebels were wearing when they got on those little bikes, like the motorcycles? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, like. They kind of were wearing like these blankets, like the, though. Like, it's a is poncho. That really what a, yeah, poncho. Pardon me, not a blanket. Do do people actually wear ponchos? In uh, combat? yes. Yeah, they're actually standard military gear for any time you're going into a place with rain or, yeah, that they're they're pretty useful. I, I don't think they maybe hmm. necessarily wear but them deliberately rain. to shoot, but they definitely use them to protect themselves from the weather. Interesting. Hmm. So I, I think um. I think generally, like, what we can say is, like, this was a very well-done movie with a few kind of silly ideas, but, you know, solid. Yeah, it was uh, it was everything I'd hoped for. Now, if you get a toy from this one, which one are you going to get? Ooh, I'm going to go... Uh, I would like one of the B-Wing models. I thought that was a nice new addition. Were that with the one, was that the one that like committed suicide? No, it was somehow? like a, it's, it's it was like their um it was like their new bomber. It's got sort of a, uh, it's got the cockpit at the top and a and a straight bit going down and then a a, a, t a smaller crosswing section. It seemed to be like see, I thought that's the guy who like flew into the super star destroyer. Remember uh, that guy, the the fish face dude. He's like. Make all the fire go on the Super Star Destroyer. That, that's you know, it. Collect all your firepower. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's well, Admiral a that's Fish Admiral, Face. That was Admiral Akbar, man. No, no, no. He's he's the commander. No, I, I didn't know his name. I, I just called him Fish Face. It's one of the fighters, not one of the main, not one of the big ships. What about Fish Face, though? He was cool. It's a trap. What did you call him? Admiral Akbar. They say his name. Akbar. Yeah. Uh, it's, um. Akbar. Um, his, huh. uh, like, yeah, he was a cool, I liked it that the commander of the rebel forces was an alien, not a human. 
I thought that was that seems like this movie is uh, kind of like playing to like a kind of like social justice message of like diversity a mm. little bit. Like Lando is in charge and like there's women in charge and now an alien has a spaceship who's doing good stuff and there's, you know, a black guy flying an airplane and an Asian guy flying an airplane. Of course, they blew uh, up. And yet not like, one droid commander. I feel like. I just feel like Lucas is trying to, you know, stir the pot of social inclusion in this movie a bit more than the others. Like, there's been a lot of discussion about that, how, you know, the first movie was just all white characters. Now there's a couple black guys, an Asian guy, and a fish face. Yeah, but they all die except for the fish face, so it's all good. That's true. Yeah. The, what does that, it say the that the, the black guy and the Asian guy, they get murdered, but fish face goes on to survive? Yeah. <laughs> And the little teddy bears, none of them die either. Sadian. Minorities can contribute, but as long as they die, then everything's cool. As long as they're killed at the end. It, right? As long as the white characters oh, no. survive, we're all, you know, we're all feeling copacetic at the end of the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Lando, yeah. there's something here. So Lando kind of okay, has his die. redemption, right? Because we talked about that. Yeah. Last yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Now, hey, Lando. Hey, that's another uh, uh, you know nod to diversity. Lando has hired a uh, a Mexican drug lord as his mm. co-pilot. I believe they just prefer to be called Mexicans. Right. That guy. That guy was cool. Yeah. You know. I was digging yeah. him. You know? I, I um. I can't imagine. A, yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed. Uh, I, I I can't remember his name, but I I definitely enjoyed that little character. His uh his buddy. I don't think they said his name in the movie. Maybe his name was Poncho. See, that's the thing, like, about these movies is, like, actually, like, you watch it, and there's all this stuff that's happening that's that's there, but, like, you don't actually know what it means. Like, who was that guy? Where did he come from? Like, I have no idea, but I'm definitely going to buy the figurine oh, yeah, yeah. if it ever comes out. Well, I'm, I'm, I hope at some point in the future they make some sort of encyclopedia or um, dictionary of Star Wars characters so we get to know more about all their little backstories. Oh, come on, IG. Who is going to go to the bookstore or their local library and check out a, like... 200-page book on all the aliens in Star Wars. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think <laughs> some of the fans ridiculous. would enjoy having some sort of large paper volume with all of the information of Star Wars in it. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, there's I, a lot it, of aliens. It would be yeah, the size of a phone book. Yeah, it's the size book. of a phone book. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in the future they'll design some sort of digital way of condensing it into a smaller format maybe on like one of those floppy disks i hear about ah so you could like search through it like on a yeah, computer sort yeah. of interesting well you would never know no what the future i mean holds, but yeah there there are a lot of creatures and it would be cool to learn more about them i mean if there was ever any kind of i don't know like a comic book yeah. or something like that i think uh, some extra it. sources would be nice help flush it out especially since you know like the movies are finished so you know, we're, I think we're all still a little hungry for some Star Wars. It would be nice to expand the universe. How about this? What if they started to write some novels about these Oh, that would be a great idea, yeah. Like, each little character can have one, have, have a different little little story. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I mean, 
But who who would write it? I think fans would really get into that. I mean, it would become something that would just kind of solidify this as a culture, you know, like bring it in with literature. That would last forever, and no one would no. ever take that away. It would just it would always be part of the identity of but Star Wars. Yes, yeah, so that's and ever where Lucas would that. have to be really careful. He'd have to only license um, quality authors to write the stories, so, uh, because once you've written them, they're canon. You can't take that away. No, yeah, no. absolutely You not. couldn't just arbitrarily so. say something wasn't canon after it had been canon for decades. I mean... <laughs> can, no, can and think, Lucas like, is a man well, of... That would just be like spitting in the face of your fans. Oh. I know. Oh, yeah, I'd be like, hey, guys, thanks for supporting us for all these years and buying all this property. By the way, screw yeah. you. <laughs> they would never do that. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. oh. And, and then can you imagine if you're one of the authors who'd been paying royalties to those guys? It'd be oh like my. they'd stolen from them. <laughs> Oh, uh, you would have to be like an asshole of like epic mm. proportions to do that. <laughs> you would need huevos rancheros of epic size to pull something like that. The size of Death Stars. <laughs> yes, Death Stars size. Oh. Oh my oh, god! Oh man! Uh, oh well, I'm glad we can joke about that. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just imagining that brings like a little. Uh, oh, oh man, I'm, I'm. I'm laughing so hard, I'm kind of crying, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, goodness. Oh, oh. <sighs> oh wouldn't it be, f like, like, imagine if, like, they took all those great, like, authors and talented uh, uh, artists and then took their great ideas and replaced them with utter garbage? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then oh, they okay. called that canon? <laughs> <laughs> and then made that canon instead. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh well. gosh, I mean, man, look, you've got to stop, man. You're happen. cracking me up. <laughs> you know, it's just funny to imagine it. Yep, yep. Wow. Well, I think that's a testament to the quality of this movie is that it has that bedrock now. You know, we can speculate and imagine these things, and I think they'll probably, you know, become real. Like, some of this stuff is definitely going to happen. Yeah, and, and I can see, like, um, definitely with, even though the movies have ended, I can still see, like, conventions and other things where fans who love this story because it's such a well-written and great story uh, that we all come together up like Star Wars people and um, just celebrate what an amazing series this has been. Like the really, really dedicated, like, couple hundred people, right? I mean, we're talking about a handful uh, of people here. In that, every I don't know, man. I, I think it's like Star Wars mania has uh, become a thing, and I think... Even after, even though the movies are finished, I think people want to continue to share that bond that they've created. You know, yeah. uh, I mean, I can see some yeah, of that. May, maybe, yeah. like, maybe in the far distant future, some some friends will just like make radio shows or little skits about Star Wars just for fun because we love uh, it so much. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm just being on, a sentimental be romantic. I, mean, Star Wars I don't know. Is a good movie. But nobody is that big a loser to like spend their free time making up radio shows about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, that would that would that would be it would be pretty pathetic. I mean, I like Star Wars, but I have dignity here. Like. No, you don't. <laughs> We're sitting <laughs> so, here next to a um, passed out Frank hey, covered in barbecue sauce. 
Which is looking <laughs> pretty delicious, by the way. Let's yeah. see if we can rouse Teeb here again. I, I'm really starting to worry about him. Teeb, come on, man. Look, we got to know what you think about this movie, at least. Like, just wake up for five minutes and tell us what you think, dude. Have you? Come on, Teeb, we believe in you. Have you tried slapping him? Ugh, it's like every everything that I try, it's like he just rejects it, like, out of hand. Like, he's so stubborn. Stupid concussions. Tired of the big city life? Is your home a den of scum and villainy? Longing to spend time in nature? Then look no further than Sarlacc Heights. Jabba and Sons Realty is offering an amazing 1,000 year lease on condominiums and timeshares at the prestigious Sarlacc Heights subterranean complex, located in the pit of Carcoon in the pristine Dune Sea. Sarlacc Heights boasts both unique scenery and a range of facilities that can't be beat including the Sarlacc Spa, featuring digestive baths and tentacle massage. Pass the millennia away in comfort with the many distinguished residents of Sarlacc Heights, including famous bounty hunter Boba Fett. This is no Jedi mind trick. Call Jabin Sons today and hear about their no money down offer on one of the most exciting properties on Tatooine. Hey, uh, IG, I, I just, I'm starting to get really, really worried about Teep. He's starting to seize up here. Like, do you know CPR? Uh, no, man, but he's like, maybe all that sauce wasn't a good idea. He's kind of turning blue, like he's lost his rosy scarlet exterior. Maybe Herbert knows, like he's been around a while. Like, maybe he served yeah. in the military or he has some nursing experience. Hey, Herbert, get over here. Her, what, what can I do? I've, I've done everything I can to get my fried chicken and turkey gravy, and you still haven't given it to me. Okay, well, there's one final test, Herbert. You just, you have to do this for us. Our friend over here won't wake up, and we just, we need you to wake him up. Maybe you could try, like, some CPR. What is that, Sonny CPRs? I, I don't know anything about... Well, Herbert, you have to, like, push his chest, and then, like, you, you kind of give him a big kiss, basically. Uh, all right, I'm a pretty uh, open-minded fella, but uh, if I wasn't hungry, I would not be doing it. Get over here, Sonny. Come on, you wake up. Uh, you know, get, get yourself in gear now. That looks more like making out than CR, but okay. Just, just relax for a moment. You're, you're finally free of this barbecue sauce. Let me get it out of your mouth here. Yeah, just go with it, Deeb. Just go with be it. Be quiet. You, you'll have barbecue sickness. I, uh, I, I, I can't see. Well, we get you some spectacles or something, Sonny, and that'll give you some help, I think, in time. I, I can't see what. Where am I? You're just on the corner here, right outside of my hidden grotto, where I keep my chipmunk nuts and my newspaper clippings. Who, who are you? Well, I'm Herbert. I'm Herbert, sir. I, I love everybody. Did you just kiss my face? Hey, I, I, I can get my fried chicken. All right. Way to go, Herbert. Team, team. Ah! Oh, man. Hey, buddy, we really were worried about you. Thanks, Herbert. Where's my fried chicken? Just hold tight, Herbert. It's cooking, all right? Man, <laughs> Teeb, we we were we really thought we'd lost you there. I mean, you were wide awake during the movie, and then when the credits rolled, you were just out like a light. What happened, man? Wow. It was, it was just too much. I just couldn't take it. It was just too much. I just, I, I mean, Leia is his sister now. 
total dramatic collapse. Mm. I don't know what to do oh. with all this information. So he kissed his sister? Like I just kissed Herbert? Yes. Yes, it's exactly the same. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it's true, yes. Speaking of which, he got all that barbecue sauce off. That's impressive. Hey, he Herbert must be hungry, like... He hasn't eaten in probably two weeks, I bet. So, so Teeb, so like, salty. We were we were trying to get into like discussing Return of the Jedi, and I mean, I, I see the blood has finally come back to your face. Thank goodness. Like, one of the things about this movie, like we've, you know, that for me, I really didn't like, um, is it basically what happens with the Emperor. I mean, it was so bogus, man. Like in the first two movies, like they set up this character, like this horrible bad guy, you know, and the emperor is there. We see him in Empire Strikes Back and he's this terrible bad guy. And then in this movie, he's in it for just a couple scenes and then they kill him. Like how stupid is that? Like how subversive? We don't learn anything of his backstory or nothing. Like what a waste of like a golden opportunity. I mean, there were so many theories about like who the emperor was and like what how he like converted Darth Vader and like they just nope, throw it all out the window. Yeah, well, I mean, to me his scenes were the best parts of the movie though. I mean, he's just like totally goading Luke into just like killing him. Like, come on, kill me, you little punk. Come on. Come on, take me out. Come on. I mean, we get to see more of the Emperor than any other time in any other movies, that's for sure. Well, I would agree with you He wasn't there. a main character. It wasn't like, like he, was, he wasn't the main bad guy in the first movie. He was sort of a shadowy figure in the second. And then he did his thing. He, he, definitely, he definitely came on screen. Yeah. Was he a um, giant, though? There was a scene where he had a very large hologram, but that's about it. Yeah, but I thought he was a giant in Empire, and then I was very disappointed when I found he wasn't a giant in this one. That was weird to me, was a too, giant. when he first arrived, and I was expecting this, like, 40-foot-tall guy, and he's just this little old man. Me, too. Yeah. I, I want to know how he got so, like, withered. Like, his face looks like it's... Like, that guy needs some lotion. <laughs> Don't we sell some of that lotion on the site? Yes, yes. And if you buy lotion from Baking Star Wars, um, don't forget to put it on your skin or you get the hose again. That is good advice. That is always good advice. If you put it on somebody else's skin, they're li- liable to throw a hose on you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, hoses all around. That's all I'm saying. Hosers, if you will. It's like one of you are Canadian or something. <laughs> don't ever call me Canadian. I'll tell you uh, that right now. Don't know what you're talking about, eh? I'm Sith. <laughs> So what what else did you think, Teeb? I mean, you you've had you were you know in a kind of unconscious flow state for nearly an hour, I guess. Have you had any big epiphanies about this movie? Well, I actually left my body for that entire time, and I could see you carrying me oh. and getting me away from those horrible people. Oh. oh, I just was screaming, but you couldn't hear me the entire time, and I saw Herbert. Yeah, I was totally joking about harvesting your organs, too, man. I was definitely not going to we, do that. We were just trying to get yeah, right. any way to wake you up. So, I mean, you know, we tried a million different things, man. So. In an unrelated note, I guess we don't need that ice there, Storm Joker. Oh, right, we're good. Right, right. Well, let's make some cocktails or something and, uh, you know, have a little party. I mean, we're, we're stuck here yeah. in 1983. We might as well enjoy it. Oh, by the way. I have to say, I just I, I have to grind one more axe about Return of the Jedi. I think the title was wrong. Mm. Like for me, it wasn't about Return of the Jedi. I mean, the Jedi were in this movie. Yoda is a freaking Jedi, right? Like it's not like the Jedi just left and came back. 
this was the story of Luke Skywalker, who has like some personal vendetta with his dad. It's Revenge of the Jedi. That would have been a much, much better title. And I mean, that was mm. the thing I didn't like. It's, it's just this story does not seem like Luke. You know, like they've built Luke's character up for two movies now, and then in this case, in this movie. He's not helping the rebels do anything, basically. Like, he, he just, as soon as he lands, he's off and crazy? about. Are you crazy? He brings down the entire empire. He well, doesn't do anything. Luke just leaves them. Like, at their greatest need, they almost don't destroy the shield generator. They definitely could have used Luke's freaking help to do that. But no, he's got to go, like, make his dad, like, a good guy again or whatever. But it's really about but, revenge and, like, you know, <laughs> he's, like, angry Is that at revenge father. or redemption? But, Shouldn't it be redemption of the Jedi, then, instead of Revenge, Redemption of the Jedi would be a much better title. But I just thought, mm. I just thought like this is really you know a terrible like way to cast Luke's character. You could just see that Mark Hamill did not buy into this role at all, and he was obviously like at odds with the the direction of his character. I mean, I've heard Mark Hamill can, is kind of an a hole, so it's possible mm. that he was like projecting that into this character. I mean, he's wearing all black and he's trying to be like cool and goth or whatever. And it's like, it's just not working. And then he meets his dad and he's all like, yo, dad, I'm trying to save you. But you're right. You, now that I think about it, you're right. He does kind of abandon his friends. He's like, I got to go and save my dad or whatever. That's not what a Jedi would do. trying to kill everybody. Like, okay. Sorry. But Vader, would, but Vader was sensing that he was on the planet. So he was endangering the mission. So I get that. But you see, I think it should have had a different title. Like he's Yoda's dead. Ben's dead. And now he's the last Jedi in existence. So I would have called. Oh. I would have. I would have called it. I would have called it the final Jedi. Oh, the final Jedi. What's that has a good in, ring to what's it. What's dead yeah. in Star Wars though? Ooh. What's dead for a Jedi? The they never final die. Final Jedi. I like just that. turn into blue goblins. Old Jedi's don't die. They just fade into a slightly paler shade of blue. Right. It, there you go. But That's exactly it still doesn't it. deal with the problem that I find that like I mean a Jedi would not have done what Luke did in this movie. He would have learned to like deal with the problem and like try to make some peace accord or something like with the Emperor and Darth Vader. And then you know instead of just going and embarrassing his father in front of his master, like, with a fight, like, that's such an undignified thing to do to your father, like, to go and just show him up in front of his well, boss. Stand by. But it's the father who also killed, like, a lot of your friends. Yeah, but you're a Jedi. You're above that kind of petty baloney. Like... Are they? Are they? Do we even really know what the Jedi are at this point? I mean, like, they're an order of warriors. Like, yeah, warriors kick ass. That's what warriors do. You keep thinking that they're ninjas or whatever. They're not ninjas. They're just like they're 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 just like those crimson guards that the emperor has. They're kind of useless if you think about it. Hmm. They just kind of stand around and do nothing. Yeah, yeah Luke look- is the only one that's actually doing something. Yeah. Now those uh, things. I, I, uh, but we haven't talked about those crimson guard at all. Like the, who were those guys? They yeah. were like these these red hooded guys, they're sort the of like Ku Klux Klan members. And then this like freaky Ugh. Frankenstein dude who looked like he was cooking up some spells. I don't know, like... Some spells? What are you talking about? Who is that? You know, in the sideline, they didn't have any lines. They're just like this weird kind of pale-faced buffoon with like a purple turban or something who is like kind of standing around near the Emperor. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. He's just kind of sitting there, isn't he? Yeah, he didn't... You think he was making some uh, moon juice, some some Endor moon juice out of of Ewoks? Maybe maybe he was trying to make some skin lotion for the Emperor. (laughs) He's He's the Emperor's personal masseuse. Because uh-huh. that's some that dermatitis yeah, there, man. We've definitely established that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Emperor's masseuse. 
the Emperor has been expecting a massage. Yeah, oh, I mean, that would be a horrible someone's, job. By the way. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's like the sharp pay of a human being. It's like, no, thank oh, you. Can you imagine how much you'd have to pay to give the Emperor a naked full body massage? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a new groove, you mean? Sorry? Oh, no. What'd you say? No. I mean, you see how he has a lot of grooves as it is. I guess he doesn't need any new grooves. <laughs> the Emperor's new groove? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, he needs oh my to be God. ironed out. Give him some starch. That would be so much fun. The emperor just cuts loose for a weekend on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> like weekend at Bernie's, but with the emperor. Yeah, the ocean's crowded, so he just electrifies everyone and then swims amongst the corpses. <laughs> oh, he's um. Uh, okay, but yeah, I think the Emperor was good. I, I think that final scene was a really interesting one. Luke left and completed the Jedi arc. Yeah. Um, By the way, wouldn't it have been like a nice heads up if somebody had told Luke that this guy can shoot lightning out of his fingers? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It's going to hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah. You'd have thought that Yoda like might have mentioned that Yoda. in his like super high end like cram course on being an awesome <laughs> yeah. Jedi. Hey, by the way, dark side people can totally electrify, electrocute <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bring a copper rod, like attach a copper rod at least to your lightsaber or something. I don't know, but maybe that's a secret. Like uh, maybe like Yoda had never seen that power, so he didn't know. Oh, that Dude, is true. I, I mean, guess. that's possible. I mean, yeah, we but don't I know. mean, that, I mean, that would be nice heads up if he did know. Oh, if he to if he did know, he should totally have mentioned that. Like, put like wear some rubber or something. FYI, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Spider Man. Whenever <laughs> Spider Man goes to fight somebody, he like finds out what their power is, and then yeah, he, like he like uh, when Electro he fights Electro, he like exactly he uses like the battery to to reverse the polarity or whatever with the mag. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But yeah, like. Maybe wear like a rubber gimp suit. You know, I think that would definitely, <laughs> definitely have uh, added to the movie. And go medieval on him. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that that would have sold a lot of uh, Halloween costumes. I think. I'm sorry, Emperor, but the things are things are about to get weird. The 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 Jedi, oh, the Jedi rubber uh, cloak. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Next Halloween. Next Halloween. We got to go with that. In, in, mm -hmm. in your dreams, IG. In your dreams. Yeah. So. Ugh. Nightmares. Oh, let's speak about Halloween. What do you think the number one costume is going to be out of this movie besides Leia? I'm go. Obviously, I'm going as Slave Leia, but um, huh. I feel like that's never going to go away. I feel like that's always going to be something that everybody always is em empowered by for Ooh. the rest of time. What about Boba Fett? so powerful, especially when she chokes his butt out. <laughs> well, Boba Fett, but then he yeah. goes out like a punk. Oh, this, so, yeah. Let's talk about right. that. Yeah. Cause, so, like, Your obviously. Your favorite character. Yeah, baddest-ass costume in the whole movie, Boba Fett. Obviously. And he gets awkwardly knocked with a stick and falls into a pit. It was another missed <laughs> opportunity. It was kind of like with the he Emperor, you know, Boba pack. Fett's been he built a up a little bit. We've seen him. Now it's his time to really shine in this movie. He's hanging out, like, in Jabba's palace, and then he's just dead, you know? Yeah. yeah no, he has a no awesome and he duel. falls in a hole. He falls he has in a, a hole. It's not a launcher. Hole. It's not a hole that can, like, move. It's like a hole. It's like if you're walking around and you fall in a hole. And you're like, whoop, that's it. I'm dead. You know, get out of the hole. You have a jetpack. Yeah. It's not a small Get hole. out of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the burp? 
you know, when they ate Boba. I thought that was hilarious. Mm. The little, oh, that, uh, that, that obviously <clears throat> was like the, the indication that that's it. He's dead forever. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to turn into a blue force ghost or whatever. You know, he's gone. For, now, for if, good. I, if I were making a Star Wars, you know, if for the first time, like if or, or let's say imagine, for example, if I was going to do Star Wars as like a special edition of like, you know, mm. kind of adapted for, you know, just with some little tidbits thrown in there, I think I would add more kind of body humor. Like, um, like I'm trying to think like when I could throw BO, in some farts or burps. Like body or, odor, like yeah, burps, yeah. farts, anything like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. totally. Like in, in most Eisley's Cantina, for example, like when um Obi Wan is talking to Luke, like before they get there, he could be like he could just rip one and then be like, You've never been to like such a wretched hive. Like it'd be more appropriate character wise anyway. Well, that guy's one face looked like a fart. Like, if a fart had a face, that would be his face. The guy, <laughs> that's what I, happens. I, I, I'm very dangerous. What, oh, yeah. I don't like you. That guy, he's a living fart. <laughs> but that's what happens when you hold it in too long. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what, exactly when I, when I when I picture my farts yeah. looking like if they had legs and arms and, and, you know, a torso. They'd just be that guy. And they but, would literally go around trying to fight everybody. You know, like, ah, I'll kill you. I don't like you. <laughs> But yeah, back, back to Boba Fett for a second. He's like it. He was set up as such a cool character in Empire, and then I, I hope that you know that they realize how disappointing it was for everyone to see him die so easily. You know, like a, an epic duel would have been so much better. Well, just anything. Like yeah. let the guy get a shot off. Let him let him contribute. You know, I mean, yeah, he was basically like the. The, uh, the most ineffective combatant in the history of warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clearly not the bounty hunter we all thought he was. You know, <laughs> you, you know I, he's probably going to. That just goes be... to show you. Just, you can have. <laughs> you, know. you know, it's not this. It's not the the outward appearances that matter. No. And I think that was maybe the message they were going for. It's like, look, this guy is. He looks like a real badass. Yet he can be taken out with a a, a, a funny stick, you know, yeah. like by a blind guy and an idiot and a dog, a space dog. You know, it's like, come on. Yes. Well, yeah, guys, I, I agree. agree. It, it was, was disappointing. disappointing. Well, guys, you know, um, I mean, we've been through a lot and I'm, I'm glad that this uh, saga, if you will, of our lives has finally come to a close. I mean, there's no, <sighs> no more Star Wars movies for us to go back in time and watch and. I mean, while I did enjoy it, like, I'm happy that it's over forever. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I mean, yeah. now that I know that he was kissing his sister the whole time, it's like, I kind of feel dirty watching this whole series now. It just totally changes everything for me. Yeah. Well, I let's, think um, we're the conclusion. We're the conclusion to a great saga. So I'm happy with it. And, uh, yeah, you know, they've done their thing. And I guess uh, I guess they'll be on to new projects and new ideas. Yeah. Maybe, uh, well, what about... maybe George Lucas can do something with like an archaeologist or something in the future. You know, I don't know, guys. Do you have any ideas like how to get back? I mean, I think we should just head back over to that tree and see what we could do. Uh, I mean, it, it worked to get us here. I don't know. Hey, guys, I'm about to call the police on you. Now, you have promised me my fried chicken and turkey gravy, and if you don't give it to me, I'm going to be very, very upset. I've had a lot of gracious a gracious patience with you now. Uh, you, you know what, Herbert? Um, here, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay, guys, 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 guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's order the. Let's order the chicken. Let's go back to the tree. 
Every time you want us to get chicken, we end up going back in time and watching movies and I either pass out or I'm so hungry that I don't and then I'm getting Hey, we'll get you some chicken too in my team, mouth okay? by old men. Let's let's, but, let's hey. get back to the tree and then after we after we travel through time hopefully, then we can get some more chicken and everyone will be happy and well satiated. So we can get those it to little go. teddy bears live in those trees. I don't like those trees. Right. Those things scare me. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's pile in here. I think if we all squeeze together, you know, we can make room for everybody. Come on, Herbert. Who oh, my joints? All oh, my hip and my back. You guys making me walk and carry that month that red monstrosity with me all afternoon. Come on, Teeb. Work in here. Get in here, guys. Th- let's not be uh, afraid to hug. Come on, group hug here at the end. Oh, I love you guys. It's been real. Ah, this is for Star Wars. A hug for Star Wars. Oh, I love you. Oh, I know. I love you. I know. Oh, oh my God. Team, could you wash that bee suit? Ew. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, guys. Wow, we're we're back. I think. We're look. We're we're back in the forest, but. Hey, I think I oh. still hear those uh, Swedish environmental terrorists out there. Quick, let's 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 sneak past them. Come on, let's go. Let's run. Let's go. Hurry up. Oh God, they've spotted us. Run, guys. Oh no, run. hurry, run, run. Herbert, come I on, see Herbert. You. Hey, come I on, Herbert. You. I can't run hurry as fast as you. you. Slow down. I help see me. You. Oh, we're going to eat tonight. This you have ruined my life. Help you me, have guys. Taken this, my this, childhood. This young weird you girl has to... me. Help me. Oh, Herbert. No, she's too terrifying for us. We can't do anything about that. We're sorry, Herbert. I, you are always in my face with your ways, and I will now eat your old man face. I've I done nothing to you. Who are you? You you just came out of the forest. No, no. Leave me alone. I thought you were a vegetarian. The smorgasbord is happening now, and I am eating my favorite food, which is white man, old white man. I can't blame her. Herbert is delicious. Yeah, to be fair, like... I need some barbecue sauce. Uh, Hey, IG, do her a solid. I mean, you know, she's not that bad. All right, hey, Swedish chick. He is very salty and old, and he needs to be seasoned. Oh, this looks very good. Thank you, weird robots person. Oh, help me. I am now eating your leg, old man. <laughs> I will take my time so that you can sustain the environment as long as possible after I fertilize the land with your thoughts and poop. Well, hey, you know, IG, I mean... You got to make a sacrifice at some point, so... I, I often just do. just had to go. Faking Star Wars listener mail. All right, guys. Well, uh, that sound means it's time for another edition of Listener Mail. Um, and this comes to us from There Is Another, who writes to us from There underscore is another on Twitter. And uh, he writes, I heard Disney Plus will have an Ewok series and Aubrey Miller will reprise her role as the little girl named Sindel. Lucasfilm is going to use de-aging technology to to change the actress, now in her 40s, to look like she's a kid again. Did you hear about this? Well, I heard it was Uh, actually Aubrey Plaza that was going to be doing the role. No, that's something I can definitely get behind. Have you seen pictures of Aubrey Miller? Not recently. It's It's a little bit of a hot mess. But is it going to be a live-action Ewok movie, or is it going to be uh, an animated series or whatever? 
Well, I'm assuming if they're using de-aging tech on uh, Aubrey Miller for Sindel, that it's going to be live action for sure. But why don't they just bring her back as an older character? Maybe with a family yeah. of her own, she comes back to visit Wicket. Oh, and Wicket's I mean, like really an old man. The in the first one. Yeah. Then they he's all the die. Like now the chief, and... like now of the, all the Ewoks. He's got like a wife or seven wives and like a bunch of like Ewok cubs. And... Yeah. Chief Chirpa's the man. He's got like a larder full of stor- like frozen stormtrooper parts and <laughs> yum. Nice. Oh, okay. Let's get really dark with it. Maybe, maybe yeah, you know you great. know what you know what maybe he's single and uh, he and Sindel rekindle their earlier relationship. They rescindle their relationship. Ah, uh, uh, man. Yeah, I know. I, I'm fear all so, day. So what, what? It doesn't what, count the, the, the as bestiality. <laughs> who's gonna be her brother then? Is her brother uh, still around? Her brother's dead. Yeah, he's not killed. He, the second one, uh, Caravan yeah. of Courage. He's dead. The beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. She's yeah. terrible then. She's just like a bad magnet of bad crap happening all the time. Maybe she's... she hooked up with Wilford Brimley and it didn't work out, so now she's back for Wicket. Oh, oh the <laughs> diabetes is strong with this one. <laughs> yeah, they, do, they actually oh, like expose they expose the truth that like midichlorians are actually just like diabetes. <laughs> Ah, oh, midichlorians. <laughs> no. yeah. What's your uh, midichlorian count? Go see your doctor. Find out your midichlorian count. Lower, you gotta lower take... your glycemic index and eat some oatmeal. <laughs> you need to go and get that midichlorian count checked out. Yeah. What is it? What did, no, what did he say? He always said, go see your doctor. See him today. No, he, man, I, I, can, I can't remember. What did he always say? He said, so check your blood sugar. Yeah. Check it off, and that was it. So check your metachlor, check your metachlorian count. Check it off. Let's take it over to Mike Mann, Darth Eckham with Channel Star Wars and the Real News. Greetings to all my Kajala Chupas out on Corellia. It's time for Star Wars Daily Weekend Edition, brought to you by Lady Proxima's Bait and Tackle, the Drake Knoll Cafe in Corvella, and ChannelStarWars.com. Star Wars news for Star Wars fans by Star Wars fans. More aggressive than a Corellian Sand Panther. I'm your host, Mike Mann. This week, UploaderVR.com reported on Oculus Quest's OC6 release of Vader Immortal, Episode 2. It's the follow-up to the very first virtual reality Star Wars games. Players will be learned a thing or two by Darth Vader. Able to throw opponents using the Force, along with stunning and shocking them as well. Another feature is a newly designed lightsaber hilt, or pro-hilt, found in the underworld of Vader's castle. With many updates, this sequel game should be simply amazing. Vader Immortal Episode 2 is now available for Oculus and Rift owners at their respective Oculus stores. It is pointless to resist. Next, Jedi News brought us a first glimpse of Hasbro's Vintage Collection ATST Raider. Released at the Triple Force Friday Global Reveal event at Pinewood Studios. This excellent piece, which will be featured in the upcoming The Mandalorian series, features a very unique custom paint job and a Klaatuinian driver. Think of one of Jabba's thugs driving an ATST. Alright, man. 
the ATST Raider will be available on October 4th. Shut up and take my money. And lastly, the great man, Kevin Feige, the man responsible for the majority of the modern big screen Marvel universe, who has 68 production credits to date, has made the move to Star Wars. I am Iron Man. I have an army. We have a Hulk. Hulk! Smash! No offense, but I don't play well with others. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that away, what are you? Uh, genius, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. I'm always angry. So many possibilities here. Is he producing a standalone? His own trilogy? Someone else's trilogy? Is he making some mean pork pasta? So many things can be speculated and theorized. All we know is that Kevin's ginormous success with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Star Wars fans are in for an entirely new galaxy. I don't want to kill anyone. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Before we go, we at Channel Star Wars would like to extend a very happy birthday this past week to Mark Hamill. Happy birthday, Mark. You failed, your highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. That's all the time we have today. Be sure to check us out on all of your social media realms for the latest and greatest Star Wars news, and keep your ears open across the pond. For Channel Star Wars, I'm Mike Mann reminding you... But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. And now, back to the guys over at Ficking Star Wars Radio. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Darth Eckham. Another great Real News Rundown. What do you think, IG? Well, couple things. Uh, first of all, the Vader Immortal 2. Uh, he right. mentioned Vader was using, of course, his force push and choking stuff, but shocking. He's using force lightning. Hmm, we never get to see that in any Star Wars film, so maybe that's for, uh, something we're going to see. But there's a very good reason for that. Because he's made of electrical components. Yeah, and if he uses force lightning, he will, like... Uh, short out his suit that's why he never used it and that's why the emperor basically always had a trump card on him that if uh, uh vader ever dis uh like misbehaved he would uh he could immediately be killed with force lightning and that's kind of what happens at the end of return of the jedi so yeah exactly yeah. like it, uh, that force lightning shorts out his suit and without the suit he can't live mm. so that's a weird thing yeah it's never really go. mentioned i mean it's hinted at like when obi-wan says He's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. Well, and if you electrocute his suit, he'll die instantly. You know, that last yeah. line, we kind of needed that a bit to bring that point yeah. a little bit. Well, it wasn't in the movies. It was in the uh, uh, other material. Uh, and if you go on Wikipedia, of course, you can read I think far Alec too much Guinness about it. I think probably recorded that line, but it got cut in post for whatever reason, pacing or something. Yeah, for whatever. I, you know, yeah. long exposition about the nature of uh, Vader's suit and its uh, electrical vulnerability probably didn't make it into the script. I mean, it I'm, is yeah. a movie for kids, and they love that kind of technical jargon, so I can see. They do, they I'm do. I'm surprised they cut it out. Um, yeah, I, I don't have an Oculus or what's the other one? I don't remember um, the other... Uh, uh, virtual reality. Uh, the, yes, I yeah, I can't remember the names, Guard. but um, they they don't fit over my helmet. Um, and in, you know the the one time I did try to wear one, you know we had we had some kind of uh, chafing issues. So 
I'm not a big fan of them, but I can see why this game would work for that because it is basically designed around this sort of three-dimensional world where you don't move. You just study with Vader and do something. But I, I'm not convinced yet. I, I think that people, like, when it comes to that three-dimensional, like, immersive sort of video game thing, it's it's uh, it's it's really a gimmick. I, I don't know. I've actually, uh, a buddy of mine had a, um, not the Oculus, but the other one, I can't remember at the moment. Um, he had one of the home VR sets, and there were several games. I played a zombie type of game and a haunted house type of game. Like, they're, they're actually really good. Like, you don't move your feet a lot, but with the controller, you move through like this world and it's freaky like when you look over a cliff it's like you're really looking over a cliff and it i i think they're definitely going to be something in the future um they're just a bit clunky at the moment the atst raider i'm just gonna say that's like a non-story to me i'm i'm getting a little bit tired of disney like re-theming every like bit of fanboy garbage like with a new paint job i mean it's just it's so on the nose it's not original i'm just i'm getting tired of it like I'll yeah, be honest. it's just like, an ATST that was sold for like you know as yeah. a military surplus to a raider like okay fine right. and i it, mean of course I, I i would like to own an ATST i don't have one so i would like to own one um I but one i would probably want the imperial one not the raider one yeah if you're going to go if you're going to go ATST go large right i mean yeah well, um, you just, you know, go original. I don't, I don't think, yeah. It's not a knock I, on I Hasbro. I mean, not, Hasbro makes contracts with the, the, the studios to produce the merchandise based on the films and the TV shows. Yeah. And well, this, and obviously it's coming out in The Mandalorian, and it makes sense that in in that world there would be some, civ- like, not civilian, but, like, repurposed military equipment. Salvaged, sort of, like pirated somehow. I guess I can see that. Salvaged, pirated, stolen, sold uh, on the black market, whatever. But I want to see more... Just like like real life. See, for me, me, Mandalorian is more like Mad Max. You know, like it seems more like that sort of ethos. And like, I don't want to see a a vehicle like I've already seen. I want to see some other horrific, like, death machine, right? So, well, we haven't seen this one. Maybe they did Mad Max it where they took a basic ATST shell and then added spikes to it and a bunch of other garbage. Who knows? Fair enough. And then lastly, like, yeah, Kevin Feige, 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 um, Feige, 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 Feige. Yeah. This is just uh, Hollywood, you know, greasing itself, right? I mean, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Like, you did Marvel for us, so now you get to do Star Wars. Kathleen Kennedy doesn't have any say about this, does she? Like, she, she's just, she, she's sort of a lame duck uh, CEO at this point, I think. I don't know. I think they've, uh, they've given um, Star Wars movies to, like, some of the most atrocious writers in Hollywood. So, I can't get excited when they announce a new one. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, um, fine. E- even even if they have a proven track record on certain projects, uh, I just have to uh, see it to believe it. And lastly, you know, Mark Hamill, happy birthday to you, Mark. Uh, he actually did get in a little Twitter trouble this week when he posted uh, on Ivanka Trump's feed, Go Force Yourself. Uh, they were having a little family celebration uh, for, I think it was Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah. And Hamill stepped in with his political um, bent. And, you know, fair play to Mark Hamill for using his celebrity to educate the masses. Uh, We definitely need his voice of enlightenment. But I thought the go force yourself line was just a little much. I mean, 
it is a kid after all, Mark, you know, and it's your birthday. So, um, Mark, maybe next time, don't hit send. I, yeah, that doesn't sound like his best tweet, but um, I don't read Twitter, so His I best tweet know. was when he was responding to faking Star Wars' uh, caption poll, so. That was awesome. Yes, yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks, Darth Eckham. We'll see you back next episode. All right. Well, hey, guys. Uh, it's been a great episode. You know, I, that's about all time we have. Um, tell the listeners where we can, where they can find us. Well, you can follow uh, Faking Star Wars on Twitter and Instagram at, at Faking Star Wars and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Faking Star Wars. If you got a question for us, hit us up on Twitter. Use the hashtag FSW Radio and we may read it for you next week. You can also get official Faking Star Wars t-shirts and lots of other great gear at bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash fswmerch, that's bit.ly slash fswmerch. And go ahead and follow me on Twitter at StormDuper. And you can follow me on Twitter at tbrontor, that is T-E-E-B-R-O-N-T-R not Rancor. A lot of people make that mistake. Uh, if you like what you hear and want to support what you do, please visit patreon.com slash fakingstarwars. Sign up to become a patron. You not only support us fakers financially, but you also get a great reward. You can join us for as much as you want or as little as a buck a month. Be like Darth Taxus who joined us at the Fake Jedi Knight tier. We love you, Darth Taxus. Thank you so much, man. Oh, sorry. I'm farting over here. Sorry. Well, I can understand why. You've been out for a long time. It must have built up in you all day. Exactly. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. Uh, well, what have kind you... of rewards do they get on Patreon? I'm curious. Um, the pride of knowing that they're part of the most awesome Star Wars radio show in existence. Second best pride IG. Second people. best Star Wars comedy podcast in existence. <laughs> um, yeah, pride is for poor people, man. Yeah. Pride doesn't pay the bills. Nope. Sadly, <laughs> bills will not be paid for Darth Taxes. Anyway, have you written us a review yet? If not, please consider giving us a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. If you write a funny review, we may read it on an upcoming episode. And please check us out on Stitcher. That would be awesome. Mm. Make sure you leave us a review because right. we're starting to look at people that are not giving us reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we know who you are. We have a list. Yeah. We're going to feed you to the Swedish girl. Yeah, all, all like 5 billion of you. As always, stay tuned to <laughs> FakingStarWars.net for quality Star Wars comedy, parody, and satire. Thanks to you and every single one of our followers for listening. And may the foe be with you. See you next time. May the foe be with you. Yeah, catch you later, guys. <laughs>